Guys, if you want, go in the show notes below and click on any of the companies that Cassandra talks about in her episodes, whether it's Swell CX for reviews, Crimson Media Group for SEO, Google Ads, and Facebook Ads, or if it's Local Med to get online scheduling, or if you even hear about Dark Horse Tech where she talks and raves about her IT services, uh, go in the show notes below and click on any of those logos or links for these companies, and you guys will get an exclusive deal as well. So if you are interested, Go in the show notes below, click on the company's logos or links to either find out more information or get the exclusive deals. All right, it's time to listen to the episode. Hey guys, this is Dr. Cassandra Joseph. Join me on my journey to create something epic, to create my ground up startup. Listen to my wins, my struggles, and everything in between. Check out my journey on creating Odyssey Dental Summerfield. What is up, Cassandra? How's it going? It's going, Michael, nonstop. <laughs> Man, oh, I yeah. feel like you have like a ton of updates for us. So, like, well, I mean, how how are you? How's everything coming along so far? How are you doing? Everything is going well. It's just, it's just a lot. I don't know the last day I had a day off. I think I just keep going and going and going until I passed out at night. <laughs> <laughs> have you had? You're still having Sundays off, right? You know, yes and no, because I've had, like, CE I've been taking. So mm-hmm. I end up having to drive back on Sundays. Like, I don't know, like, yeah. And then, like, the other weekend before, I had, like, a big photo shoot and video shoot for the office. And they were here during the weekend. So it's just been going. And, like, next week, we're going to New Orleans for a conference, a Delivering Wild conference. But there's no day off, and I can go for for a while. <laughs> at at the conferences, though, do you like at least like I remember last time I went to Delivering Wow in Jamaica. That was like that was kind of nice, you know. I mean, as far as like you learn, but then at the same time you're kind of chilling at the pool. They do enjoy themselves in the evening. <laughs> they do yeah. enjoy themselves in the evening. So I look forward to that and just mingling and getting to know everyone. I'm excited about that part. Ah, what other CEs did you go to so far? since last time we spoke um i went to dental xp in atlanta which was like a four-day event thursday friday saturday sunday yes what? and that was my first time being away from the office that long oh my gosh coming back i felt lost i was like <laughs> i don't know if i could do this again will i have an office when i come back if i ever do this again it was just like we had so many, not missed calls, because we had answering service, but we had a lot of messages, a lot of emails, and um, mm-hmm. patients, like a crown fell off. Literally, I'm in the middle of the conference listening to like a lecture from like Italy, and I was like, hi, I can't talk right now, but this is <laughs> <laughs> Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, because you know, you have to reply to your patients. I mean, that's like a bad review right there if you don't, even if you're in the middle of a conference, you know, yeah. so yeah. Okay, so then. I learned a lot. Implant stuff. I'm always talking about implant stuff. It was four days, the conference? That's a huge conference. Yeah, it was like, well, thir- yeah, Thursday was um like classes you pay for that take all day, eight to five. Mm. And then Friday and Saturday and Sunday was like the main symposium where people from all over the world, experts came and were talking about 
you know, implants and bone grafting and all this cool stuff. So, of course, I can't wait to try it all. <laughs> what you? What did you, like, or what was something you learned where, like, it opened your eyes? You're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. Well, I've heard of using teeth for bone grafting, mm-hmm. but I've never used it. And I've never seen someone use it. So um, during the symposium, a few people were discussing it. It's like research-based education. And they were like, yeah, bone regenerates. Like you get to preserve the bone, use it for rich preservation, they call it. So if you extract a tooth, you could grind up a person's tooth that you just removed and put it in the back in the socket. And within like eight weeks they said you could go back and place an implant you can go back and the bone is solid and the good thing huh. is that soft tissue doesn't grow within that bone so you don't have to worry about a membrane if you have a wall that could hold your um, bone graft in so that's going to save you money if i don't have to buy bone graft Do, so but what if the tooth is bad does it matter you know you remove the cavity if the tooth is bad you remove the cavity if it has a root canal you go in and remove the gutta percha from the canal and you get to use it and then you have to treat it like once you grind the tooth up in like literally a coffee grinder that's now a dental grinder that costs a lot more than a coffee grinder um <laughs> you you treat it there's some there's some formulation these two bottles they provide you that you put one drop of one bottle and one drop of another bottle and then you treat it and then after that you apply it to the socket so really? and people from all over the world, like I said, like are, are like researching it and using it, and it sounds very promising. So I'm excited about it. A lot of the, if the experts are using it, if the best, the best are using it, then I feel like yes, it's time for me to use it too, and it could save me a little bit of money. How much do you think that would save? Well, bone grafts. Like I brought some bone grafts at the seminar, and it's like fake bones, um, xenograft they call it, mm-hmm. which is another one that everyone's raving about. I brought five of them for $450 and they didn't include shipping, but usually they do. So over $500 for five bone grafts. So that's like $100 per bone graph almost if you calculate shipping. So think about it. A person's tooth is free. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about buying that material, but the grinder with each well is one use only and the well is like $45. So I'm saving basically $50 just on the graft alone because I don't have to buy the graft, but I still have to buy the little well. But if you're charging your patients, you know, $500 for a bone graft, you're you're making your money back, but you could charge your patients less and hopefully case acceptance will increase. Like I don't have to charge my patients $500 if I'm using their own bone now. So yeah. that's good. So Do more you... patients will get the care they need and deserve. Do you have someone in mind already to try it with? take out teeth all the time and I don't have it yet I just ordered it so it's not even here yet um but I guess anyone that I take a tooth that that needs an implant if I treat an implant an implant or they need an implant I'm gonna put it in for them and I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell them the value so pretty much everyone that you know needs an implant and wants to get one I, I would put it in there hmm. if you know if they have enough um socket space for it sometimes people have so much bone loss and ridge loss yeah. that you can't really use that type you need to use like a membrane well you can still use it but you need to use a membrane which increases the cost of course again yeah yeah <laughs> you have to use a, a membrane um, hmm. but no i don't have anyone specific okay pretty much they always say if you extract the tooth you should graft it right yeah so okay. anyone with an extraction on yeah but so then... that's one thing i brought one little toy 
Okay, so that's what, and then let's like talk about really quick when you came back after four because that's it. How long have you been open for? You've been open for three months now. And you took like, I mean, you didn't take like a four day vacation, right? So don't people listening don't think that's what happened, right? It was more like obviously tomorrow. no, but four days gone. Was your team at least in the office or no? Nope, no one was in the office. It was just the answering service, and that's it. <laughs> what What do you now when you're let, let's just say okay, Sandra, we're gonna need you to be gone for four days again. What would you do differently? What I do differently? <laughs> I don't know. Well, if I was gone for four days, maybe I would have at least someone there. Maybe for one of those days, so I'm only so the office wouldn't be vacant for four whole days. Mm-hmm. Um, because granted, the office is always vacant for two days usually because I don't work Saturdays usually or Sundays. But four straight days, I think it's the consecutive days that kind of like I, that made me feel it. I feel I think since I left Wednesday, I think having someone come in maybe on a Friday would have been wise just to check all the messages before the weekend starts help any patients out that need help yeah so the only calls we would have to really respond to and tend to would be like saturday sunday calls so gotcha gotcha that's it that's it and then you know everything was fine it was just that we had contractors here while i was gone and they made a mess so i came back monday morning to a mess to clean up literally we had patients in 30 minutes and we're scrambling to clean up the place what did they do like like, I've been having pocket door issues, and I guess they had to redo it or fix it. So um, they had to paint, sand, and they just left a mess, and I had to, like, um, put all the artwork back up. A-, a lot of our plants were dead, like, literally. Oh, oh, dying. It looked horrible. I had to quickly remove them out the waiting room. So the waiting room was kind of empty, not having plants. They're so used to having something there. Yeah. And we had to mop the floor because... They were tracking it in dirt and salt since we had a little bit of snow. Um, oh. So little things like that, you know, there goes our morning huddles, like, to the wind. So we had to yeah. clean. So things like that. I think it was more like having to clean up so much after them since I came back home so late on Sunday. I didn't have time to come to the office, which is one thing I think you should always come to your office before you see your first patient. So let's say your CE ends on Saturday. If you can, just fly back Saturday and have all of the day before, like Sunday, to like really, you know, prepare for your work week as opposed to just popping up on Monday and coming to like sometimes a disaster. Yeah. Man. So that sounds yeah. like it's like you, it can't, you can't have a like a day off. You know what I mean? Like a. No, not so that. much. No, even when I was at the What's conference, that? I was like, people like, are you going to go to the party tonight? I was like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> like some days I just felt like I couldn't because I had like there people to call back, patients to call back and things like that to check on, you know, to make sure they knew, I, you know, you're going to be okay. I'm actually not here in town. That's why I'm not in the office to answer your call right now, right away. Things like that. And do you do paperwork? Were any like of the that. patients mad or no, that you weren't in your office? no. No, they were just so grateful that I answered my phone while I was at a conference. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm so sorry. Um, um, okay, I, I'm like, I'll, I'll call you once I'm done with this conference to check on you. But this is what you need to do. Like, once te- a patient's temporary fell off, so I just told them to like 
put it back on with Six Dent. And they were so appreciative. And they saw me Monday morning. First thing in the Monday morning, we called them and said, hey, we're ready to see you. So we could submit that temporary back on. And she's like, thank you so much. I'm so sorry I called you. I think the fact that you just take your time to call them, they're fine. If, if, you, just, if you just ignore them, you don't return their phone call, you don't send them a text. Like, I don't even have to call my business. I can send them a text if I want to, if I'm too busy. Yeah. So there's really no excuse to not reply back like as like a courtesy call. So yeah, so that's yeah, like that's, that's like a good takeaway from this then, right? Like always, wherever you're at, like respond. What would you say is a good response like time? Would you say like within the hour, within the minute, or like within the day? I pride myself being able to respond like within minutes, but I think within an hour is fair. I think within an hour is fair. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think. Patience, at least, I think patience tolerance is, like, probably four hours, I would say, because they know, like, especially if it's a Saturday or Sunday, they're like, oh, she's not in the office, you know, but I think anything beyond that, they're yeah, like, what's much. going on? My doctor abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> and most patients are not calling for, like, little minutiae. They really sometimes feel like they have an emergency. They may not be an emergency to us, but they feel like it's an emergency, and sometimes all the, all you have to do is reassure them, it's going to be fine. Yeah, the suture's a little loose. That's completely normal. They're like, oh, okay, I'm not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to die. Yeah. So then, because uh, I know I've, where did I read this from? Where they say, like, you technically are training your patients, right? So, so to me, I mean, I would think, like, if I'm replying or if I'm answering to, I mean, at least at this day and age, right, we're kind of like, we want answers now pretty much so if you if i were to text my doctor right i would kind of want an answer pretty fast but then i've also heard where people say like like coaches and stuff they say oh, you're training your patient to always need you so that's not a good thing at the same time but i don't know i don't know if i agree with that I think so it's much a practice builder. i think i think it's a practice builder for me um patients rave about the fact that you know my doctor called me back or and to be honest like I get ca- like four times a year I think I get called in like on a weekend or after I'm home mm-hmm. and it's something that I can answer over the phone it's not like I'm coming in for any care while I'm at home like I've, I haven't had like I've been practicing for 13 years almost yeah like I only had to come in one Saturday for a patient because it was like a front tooth um, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to come in and help you out. But it wasn't like he was like saying, oh, absolutely, come on in. It's like I wanted to, but no, it's patients tough. have better things to do as well than to bother you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I would man. say, so I don't have, I don't really have a problem. And I think you have to know your patients. Some patients might be needy and they may try to call you like all the time, but that may not be like a patient that really needs you. It might just be a stalker. I think it is a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So then, okay, before and after the conference, like, how has your practice been doing? Has it been numbers and productions and collections have been pretty well? Has the, like, the treatment going I, really well? Everything's been going well as expected for a startup. I think this was a shorter month, and I took a lot of days, like, out of the schedule. Plus, we had snow. We had tornado warnings, snow. We had a shorter month. Plus, I two weeks where I worked only like three days and three days, three and a half days. So just inherently we worked less hours and worked less days. So therefore we saw less patients and therefore we produced about the same. Um, it wasn't 
significantly less or anything, but you would think every month you're doing better and better. But this mm-hmm. month, I would say we were like just we just were even, meaning like flat line. We we didn't increase or decrease. So this month, March, like there's really no excuse, even mm-hmm. though I am <laughs> next week is a shorter week technically. <laughs> but um, I think we're gonna make it up the next week, so it's still gonna be work out fine. Uh-huh. But I think this month is more promising as far as like increasing patient numbers, increasing production because we're working more days. What is flatline in your so like what is breaking even point number wise? Breaking even point? Yeah, I still don't really know that number. <laughs> I'm still working on that number. No, like for example, last month if we produced four thousand, um, well if we're already in March, so let's say January was a full month we produced forty thousand. Well in February if we produced the same amount, it's basically flatlining because you would expect oh you're supposed to have increased because you're, you're treatment planning more, you should see more patients. But in, mm-hmm. that, in our case, we didn't produce more. We stayed the same. Um, we stayed the same. We, stayed, we did the same amount of production. And, which I guess is, is good because we did work more less days. Yeah. But yeah. even though we work less days, you kind of always want to every month see your numbers getting bigger and bigger. But that's, the, that's practice ownership. I think that's just in your mind. You just assume it's going to get more and more as far as production numbers. But mm-hmm. in reality, that's not how dentistry works. It's like a a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. And of yeah. course, you hear coaches you never want to have that. You want to have consistency in your production numbers. You want, if anything, you want to keep going up. You never want to have this one month you're up, one month you're down, one month you're up, one month you're down. Yeah, it's tough. So you said one month you're up, one month you're down. Right now, on February, I mean, technically, you really didn't. Would you say you went down because it was exactly. less days? So you know what I mean. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I, well, I mean, hopefully this month we go up though. <laughs> yeah. Hope. So then, what but would... this month is a funny month too. People are already getting sick left or right. You know, we got like three calls today. Like That's... I'm sick. I think I have the flu. I think I have the flu. I don't know. I'm coughing, and it's like, oh my gosh, everyone is getting sick. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask you That's like. How are you dealing with that? Because I know it's getting worse and worse, especially because of the coronavirus, right? But like, uh, did you have you guys done <laughs> protocol or anything like that, or no? I tell them just stop drinking Corona and they'll be fine. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's that simple, no. guys. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But um, <laughs> oh, no, you know, if a patient says they're sick now, oh, I don't even hesitate. I'm like, I understand. I understand. Stay home. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, 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 no. With um, no, I we just make sure we try to reschedule them. You know, we don't even charge them a cancellation fee because people get sick. What can we do? We don't want them in the office if they're coughing up their lungs, right? Yeah. We don't want them sick if they think they're running a fever. We want to stay safe too and healthy. Um, but that's that that's business, right? Like when I was an associate, I still wanted my patients to come because if I didn't produce, I didn't get paid. Now it's a little different as a practice owner. <laughs> yeah. If um, if you don't produce, you know you still need to pay the bills, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You still need to pay your overhead. You still need to pay, you know pay your team. So it's uh, it's just a little bit different. Your motivation is a little bit different now because it's not just you're feeding yourself. You have a team to feed. You have a practice to pay. So it's like okay, guys, we need to be intentional. You yeah. know, we need to hit our production goals as far as you know. We need to schedule to production um we need to find opportunities to do same day dentistry we need to get those consults in we need to figure out ways to decrease barriers for our patients 
So we could be not just busy, but actually productive. Um, mm-hmm. And in my team, I feel like does a good job um, just trying to get patients in. Like literally, I think we had a cancellation yesterday for someone was sick, of course, <laughs> that was sick. Yeah. And Shantae quickly changed our administrative time to a patient appointment. She was like a patient wanted to come in for an implant consult. She quickly like changed things around. She goes, I guess we'll have administrative time during this cancellation and we'll use the administrative time to do this new patient that wants to come in. So she was like thinking quickly, like how can we turn this day around and do better? Mm-hmm. You know, a, patient, a big case just called today and was like, um, um, I can't come tomorrow. I have a horrible cough. I'm really in sick. I really thought I was going to get better in time to like get my treatment. I really want to get the treatment done. Um, so he had to reschedule. And it was like a really big case. And she's like, oh, okay. And she, she understands, of course. But quickly, she's like, let me see who I could call that could fill this hole. It's <laughs> a two-hour hole now that we have in our schedule. So she's always like staying on her toes. She just figured things out like that. Did y'all, did y'all figure it out? Like, oh, actually, what's your cancellation fee? Um, 67, but I haven't charged anyone that yet. Like, only maybe, like, today, was it today I may have had to charge someone a cancellation fee, I think. Um, How but they... usually if they're sick, I don't charge them. And if they're a new patient, I don't charge them. Like, they're, not, they're not even a patient here. What am I going to charge? Yeah, they yeah. Don't have a credit card. <laughs> so, it's like, it's only patients, like, that truly, you know, they made an appointment we call them, we text them, and they really just no-showed on us. I think that's fair to have a cancellation fee. But anyone else, if they're sick, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Even though I'm pretty sure you're going say one hour before your appointment. You knew you're sick way before one hour. <laughs> yeah. But, but how do you tell them that, though? As far as the cancellation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like how do you tell them... Because I know it's it's easy to be like, hey, there's a cancellation fee, but we're going to waive that, right? But then how do you tell them, like, hey, we're not going to waive it this time? It, it's You know, we haven't had an opportunity to. I think mm-hmm. only patients that are patients of record we can even have that conversation with because you like coming here, obviously. You choose to come here. You have gotten cleanings here, some type of work. And then we noticed that you just no-showed us. I don't think it's a difficult conversation to have. That's just a policy we have. Um, and, you know, if they make an appointment again, oh, um, we see that you missed your appointment, Miss Jones. I understand something came up. But next time, if you can, can you let us know so another patient could take that appointment time? Because right now we're fully booked, you know, for new patient appointments and also cleaning appointments. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. And if they try to make another appointment, we're like, okay, um, when would you like to come? And they're like, oh, Monday. Okay, well, since you missed your last appointment, we do have a policy where any patient that knows shows, you know, there's a small cancellation fee to make another appointment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there is? <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> and how would you like to pay for that? Mm-hmm. The thing, I think, yeah. like, you just have to, like, like you said, you have to, like, train patients how to treat you too i think if you continue to give them appointments they're going to keep canceling i know my rule is like literally like patients that like no show me like just no show that are like new patients like i put them on that list where they can't just make appointments like they have to go through us to make an appointment like 
like they can't go through my calling center or online booking. They would have to call us and we would have to let them know, oh, there's a small fee to pay, you know, for you to schedule the last time, you know, you know, there's a cancellation fee. Yeah. Um, hmm. And if they really want to be seen, I think it's fair for them to pay $50 and we would put it towards their treatment. I wouldn't say, oh, I'm just going to hold on to it. But for you to make another appointment in the office, oh, absolutely. I would, I would, I would want um, for the patient to pay something to schedule their appointment to to hold that reservation for you and you know what a lot of industries are doing that now like hairdressers are doing that now i think makeup artists are doing that now a lot of industries are doing that now if you want an appointment with them you have to give them but, a positive yeah that gets you towards and i'm not saying you should do that with every patient but if you have patients that are like constantly kind of no showing you and always say, oh i kind of forgot Oh, I think it's fair to say, you know, to hold this reservation for you, we, we require a $50 deposit that goes towards your treatment. If they know it goes towards their treatment, mm-hmm. I don't think they, 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 they mind because why would you mind? You're going to have to pay for this treatment anyway. Yeah, yeah. So That was, that I was, like, oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. And a hundred percent, because I remember, at least to me, it was like super uncomfortable telling actually to be honest with you i couldn't even tell them that i was just like oh we'll waive it you know what i mean but it wasn't until i started kind of saying like oh yeah no worries yeah you can reschedule but um since you did cancel or you no showed a very last minute we will um have to uh, we called it a rescheduling fee we will have to charge you a rescheduling fee that goes towards your um treatment right and if they're like what no they get all mad or something it's like oh well uh i mean this is part of it right to me i felt more comfortable saying that than just being like hey we're gonna have to charge you because you know showed and yeah i think a rescheduling fee is really nice verbiage for that and i don't think anyone that seriously wants to be seen by the office and seriously wants to move forward with treatment should feel any type of way about that i think it's very fair especially if it's like $50. $50. And to be honest, all my sedation cases, they prepay. There is not one person I do sedation on that walks through the door and says, oh, I'm ready to pay today for my treatment. No. They Before you get scheduled on my books to do oral sedation or IV sedation, you pay the whole fee for the whole treatment, whether it be all the wisdom teeth, all the implants, all the dentures, or whatever you're getting. Even if it's a filling, you pay. Patients don't even blink. How do you do that? How Why? Do you, how do you do that? How do you tell them that? That's just our policy here. And it's because when you're sedated, you can't sign paperwork. Because you need to sign all these consent forms ahead of time. You're under the influence. Because my patients, I give them um, sedatives even before I do start the IV. Um, Mm -hmm. I give them oral. I give them triazolam to take just so they could get through the door. Some patients are so anxious, they can't even stand the thought of getting an IV place. Yeah. And some patients, we just want them a little bit more comfortable so when you when they come to the door, we get started right away, and we may have to titrate up and give them another pill. But for the most part, they're relaxed if they're doing oral sedation, and they just know you're under the influence. So we have a second sedation appointment. We talk about what to expect, how to take care of everything when you're done, what prescriptions we give them, prescriptions, everything. So that appointment, they know. We talk to you, we give your prescriptions, you, you process payment as soon as you process payment, then you get an appointment for the surgery, for the operative, for the implant, or whatever you're getting. Patients don't even blame. They know. No pay, no schedule. <laughs> I like that. You don't pay, they get on the schedule. And, you know, it's because it's just a policy. 
No. And yeah, I like that. Being, like, I think it's part of that training of your patients, the way they know. And even I'm like that with treatment. If patients are not paying up front before I see them for a filling or a crown, they're not ready. I mean, you know how they change the patient to ready on, on open dental, like entry mm-hmm. ready, so that this thing could pick them up? Well, my team up, up front knows the patient is not ready until the patient pays for their treatment ahead of time because that is my biggest pet peeve where you're treating the patient and then they're done and they're like, oh, I had to pay for care today? Um, I was just going to pay later. Oh, can I pay half of it today? That, that's just uncomfortable conversation to have after the fact. We already rendered care. Yeah. So what are you going to do if they can't pay? Okay, I guess we'll send you a bill. And, <laughs> no, yeah. you can't run a thriving business that way. You, they have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. I remember. Um, yeah. By any chance, have you watched? Do you watch Netflix? Right. Not really. I've, I've been getting into like I think it's called Shooter. Um, but no, not uh, really. Well, Netflix. Netflix. I mean, like just Netflix. But anyways, um, so there's a comedian on there. You know who Chris Tucker is, right? Yes. Okay. So he says a joke on on his like special where he says like. He doesn't even trust McDonald's. He's like, because they take his money before they give him his food. So he's like, nah, let's do this same time, same time. You give me the food and I give you the money. And I laugh, but I'm like, that's kind of true. Like, they take our money before we even get our food anyways. You know what I mean? So if it's something as small like that, shouldn't we do it like with our our treatment? Because those are awkward conversations. Exactly. And I've had patients like I've had I have one patient already the work that we have rendered from her. And my Chante was new and of course I was new and she just like let the patient go back there, get extractions, get a smile design, and then it's time for patients to pay and she's like, Oh, can I just pay um, when I close on this next house that I'm working on? Like, she's a realtor. And Chante was like, okay. <laughs> like, um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a call. Like, yeah, but she was like, what do I say? If the patient's like, they can't pay you today. Yeah. And she plans on paying when she gets paid, which is not how it works. And, you know, of course, you like, feels bad because she's just like sure it already happened yeah i was supposed to collect payment before the patient was seated but now i didn't get paid and she didn't think it was the end of the world where the patient said they're going to pay us well guess what the patient still hasn't paid us and it's been over 60 days and she still hasn't paid us yes and this is the patient that gave me like a glowing review the nicest patient you could want She's just the sweetest patient. It's not one of those patients that you would think you would have to worry about paying. Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. She is not paying us. How are you guys so following we, up with that? We text her. We call her. And she's just not giving us our money. And now we're to the point where we're going to have to say, you know, you know, your record has come up for audit. Um, how would you like to take care of that? You still owe us X, Y, and Z. Um, and maybe when she realizes, like, you know, your your um, account has come up for audit, possible collections, and maybe she'll maybe be more motivated. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. You know, I haven't had issues. Most patients are like, yeah, I pay my bills. <laughs> so, yeah. once again, all these learning 
with all this all this learning that's taking place, you know. Do you think um, she might feel like, oh, I've already paid with a glowing review. So like I bought myself time or more. You know what I mean? Or like maybe Yeah, like special privileges. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that, but I'm just gonna have to like write her some type of letter, I think personally too. Because I think if maybe you know, her corresponding with my friend dad, she doesn't feel like is that serious? But maybe if I jump in and say, Hi, X, Y, and Z, Emma or J- or Jill, mm-hmm. um, I notice that you know, you know, um, Shantae's been trying to contact you to clear a balance and I guess I just need to figure out, you know, is there anything we could help you with? You know, maybe we need to help her with a payment plan. I have no idea because, you know, sometimes people are going through something and maybe that's how I, I need to phrase it maybe. where she understands working for you. Um, and we really want to continue to give you exceptional care here. You know, so hmm. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to phrase something. I'm going to have to say something to her. Uh, basically, we love you. We love treating you. But, you know, we also need to get paid so we can continue caring for all our patients and patients like you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I need yeah. to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, if okay. anybody, if anybody listening already kind of has that figured it out, that'd be awesome if like you let us know, you know, like the the script exactly. for that. Exactly. How do you get paid, guys, when patients clearly don't want to pay you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's that's yeah, that's a tough topic, and I mean, but that's the solution. Before it becomes a problem, yeah, before it becomes a problem, you just have to make sure you collect your money. And but the thing is, sometimes it's just an estimate. Sometimes you think the insurance is going to pay you 80% and they tend to pay you 70% or they pay you nothing. So I think that's the other thing too. Sometimes it's not because you're neglecting to get the the patient portion, but sometimes the insurance is not even paying you. Yeah. And like, this is the amount that we're paying you. The patient owes the rest. And now you have to go back to the patient and say, hey, by the way, you owe us 20, 30, 50, 100. I think that's even an uncomfortable conversation to have because I just knew I would feel the same way. If someone told me my portion was going to be $50 and that's why I accepted the treatment plan because that's what I could afford, $50. And literally a month later, they're like, oh, by the way, you owe us another $50. Ooh, yeah. You never know. The patient may have said, you know, oh, no, I'm not ready for that now because all I have right now is $50 to my name and that's all I could afford now you're sending me a bill for another 50. I think that could rub people the wrong way. Oh, yeah, it would. So yeah. I feel like we need to figure out a system where we're really giving more accurate estimates. Um, and I know over and over again, we tell patients it's just an estimate. It's just an estimate. Like your insurance may pay nothing or they may pay more. And patients hear it, but they don't hear it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're like, no, what you, what you made me pay is what I owe. So I don't know. We just need to figure it out. Even though now we're erring more on the side of caution, meaning if the insurance says they're going to pay 80%, we may quote the patient, like, your insurance is only paying 75%, you know, towards mm-hmm. their next procedure, or we, or we send them a refund check. Patients are way more happy with that. Or, uh, but yeah, or if the patient's insurance doesn't pay as, you know, 80%, and they pay as, let's say 70%, we quoted the patient 75%, even if the patient owes us money, but it's like a really small amount that, you know, the patient probably won't blink paying it next time they come for their cleaning. Oh, I owe another $5. Oh, okay, yeah. Your insurance didn't pay that amount that we quoted you. But, you know, like we said earlier, it was an estimate. 
taste is understanding, but when you're like the the error is like hundreds of dollars. Oh yeah. Over seventy dollars. Patients are not happy with that. Not that I've seen it, but I can only imagine. So I think that's my next my next goal. How do we have more accurate estimates? Even though I know some people are like purely fee for service, they don't take assignment of benefits uh, benefits, they're like well, the patient just pays us, and they deal with their insurance. I'm like, mm, as a startup, I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. I still take assignment of benefits. Yeah, I take assignment of benefits. I think that's only fair, but we need to figure out a way to get it where it's more accurate, as accurate as possible, which is always going to be errors, but yeah, yeah we need to tough. figure that up. Even though our accounts receivable is really low, like we do a pretty good job collecting our money, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every little dollar counts. Every yeah. little dollar counts. All right. So then right now you also mentioned that you're getting – actually, how how is Crimson Media doing? Because are you still getting – are you getting implant patients from them or no? I'm getting a lot of leads. Like within like three weeks I had over 30 leads. Um, now I'm up wow. to 40 – over 40 and it's been only a month. So they've been doing really good. I can't say they're the most reliable leads, meaning some patients, I don't know why, they just fill out the questionnaire and and they want to be contacted, but sometimes we can't contact them. Um, We leave them a message, and then we try to contact them, and every now and then we do get to them. But we have a few consultations booked so far, so I'm excited about that to see how everything, you know, works out with hmm. those um, consultations that are booked right now. Okay. Um, yeah. okay. So we'll see how they go. I know I've had a few implant consultations and um, one, definitely one wants to get like two implants. So right there, there's, there's a return on investment. If you get a patient that just gets one implant, you're already paid for Crimson Media. <laughs> yeah. So I'm happy about that. And it's all about the numbers. All 40 are not getting implants. All 40 are not going to be seen. But if, you know, even 5% say yes, I'm still doing very well. So yeah. 5% or more, even 10% would be great. You know, because implants, you know, you know, you don't need a lot of implants to do well. These are all just implant patients or are they just like regular new patients? Just implants. But of course, you know, implant patients, they may have other needs, but yeah. they purely want implants. They, they know they want implants. They know they need implants. Wow. So just implants. That's what I focused on. Wow. That's pretty good then. Okay. So then, yeah, I guess it is. Like mm-hmm. right now you are, are, well, you're, right now you're getting leads, right? Let's see like in a week or two if like how many, well, so far you said one, right? One person wants two implants. So let's just see. Exactly. Like yeah, we'll see how um, everything else pans out as far as the ones that I have scheduled because my book, my, my actual schedule stays pretty booked, so it's actually hard to find spots for these free consultations because that's what we're doing. Mm. We're doing free consultations to evaluate them to see if they're good candidates for implants and we tell them how much it is to see if they want to move forward. Mm-hmm. So we're pushing them out, which I don't like, but we really can't just say to patients that are actually paying patients, hey, do you mind being booked out? you know, further so we can see these free implant patients. Like, I can't do that. So yeah. I think it's just figuring things out. That's why I'm in the process of hiring, like, another team member, like a hygienist, just to free up my books from doing cleaning so she could focus on the cleanings and I could focus on more, like, restorative work and also, like, implant consultation. So I think that will help me increase in my production as well. That's going to be nice once you bring on a hygienist, I think. 
You know what I mean? Like you have a lot more. How many in a month? How many cleanings would you say you do? How many cleanings I do? I would say at least forty. <laughs> At least 40? 40? 40. 40? 40. 40 yeah. Wowee. Yeah. I would definitely, like, that would free up a ton of time, right? Yeah. I I think so. I think I have enough for a part-time hygienist, I would think. I don't, I'm hoping at least part-time for now. That's awesome. Just book them at least two days straight. Awesome. And see how that goes. And if they stay busy, then I'll, you know, keep adding days. Yeah, but um, okay. So then, right now, really quick, just let us know who's or what has been the biggest headache so far in the past like two weeks. You know, to be honest, nothing has been a headache really. Everything is going as expected for a startup. You know, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like busy. a lot of work, very little sleep. Yeah, it's just been. I think I've just been going and going and nonstop. So I don't think I've had enough time to let one thing drive me crazy yet. <laughs> Except for your construction. Your yeah. construction team is like, they're the ones who are still, I feel like they're taking yeah, their time. Yeah, they're still hanging around, working on punch list things, even though I've been open for three months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but even them, I can't even focus on them right now. Like, I guess they'll get it done when they get it done. Yeah. Like I said, I've been just going nonstop, so I haven't had time to focus on little, little minutiae that's occurring around me I'm just trying to get patients in keep patients happy be productive there's just so much on the priority list right now you know yeah I know yeah that's the thing like I know when uh, it comes to like priorities like they always say like I don't know why it's a plural thing when priority means like one thing only so like let's just knock out one thing and then the next one thing you know what I mean and then kind of have it so I guess to you you kind of have to figure out like if I were to ask or let me ask you like what is the number one priority right now like the one thing you need to get done in order to continue moving forward Um, I need to hire hygienists like I think I've been like slacking on that one like I put an ad out on Facebook and Instagram that's not enough I need to put one on Indeed and I haven't um, I've, I've had a few people send me resume, but just looking at the resume, I'm not like super excited and wild about them. Mm-hmm. So I think I really need a, a hygienist if I really want the practice to grow because I can't do it all. And right now I'm just doing so much. Like I said, everything's a priority right now because I do everything. I just need to alleviate myself from at least the cleaning appointments so I can focus on, you know, growing the practice in the direction I want to grow it in. And also creating systems, that's another priority, even though you said one, but <laughs> creating systems where things stay organized. I'm like, okay, weekly, what do we need to do? Bi-weekly, what do we need to do? Monthly, what do we need to do? Every mm-hmm. team member knows that their job is every day, every week, every month. And I think we are not there yet. So we need to get that together quickly before it gets too crazy around here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay. I like that. I like that. So then... Awesome. This was a really, really good episode. Really good updates. Any last words? No. I um, hope everyone continues to have an epic week. Thank you so much for listening. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon.